The Positive Isn't Popular podcast discusses topics concerning the black community. Education is the Key is a segment that discusses critical issues within education which align with the black and brown communities. Yeah, so now you got to do it again. So, <laughs> so nah, um, let me, I, I guess I'll do a proper intro. Okay, we are back. This is Education is the Key. Um, we, y'all, as you can see, we kind of, we kind of charged up, you know, I don't know. Can, can you do that scream again? Can you do that? Man, like, man, congratulations to all of the graduates. Woo! Yes! <laughs> We've been so busy these last few weeks ushering you all into life. Right. Congratulations on your graduation, your matriculation. Yes, yay. Yes, yes. And that's the topic tonight, Kenny. Yes, graduation. Look, you know, the older I get, the more I appreciate graduations. I'm gonna start there. But you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's 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 a big deal. It is it is a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think sometimes I'm trying to celebrate the little things and the milestones, but like graduation at all levels, I love it now. Oh yeah. Like I haven't gone through the big one. I got young ones still. So my little ones, I got I'm going through a fifth grade graduation this year, you know, like, but it's you know what? It is. It is a milestone, especially for a young person. That's the best graduation. Fifth grade graduation. Ooh. You ever seen somebody from the difference between fall of fifth grade and fall of sixth grade? You'd be like, hello, young man. And where is your child? (laughs) Yo, like literally. <laughs> and little Timmy got a mustache, goatee, six <laughs> foot three and a half, and he, and then the girl. Yeah, the girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about the girls because I'm about to get my. Listen, mm. listen. twenty two and a half. Six, yeah, I've watched six my. Six is looking like twenty two, a lot more likely. So, yeah, <laughs> I've watched my daughter. Well, I want to take. I want to take this opportunity to say, you know, congratulations to all the parents, all the sacrifices, you know, the the string. Shout out to Andrea. Her her, is your oldest. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, baby. She's she's walking across the stage next week and I'm just ushering her on. I kind of want to push her back because I got them financial aid statements, which we need to start talking about eventually. But, you know, um, yeah, give them financial aid statements is rolling <laughs> in, baby. You know what? Let me tell y'all something, parents. This is a hard time of year, right? Because you question your sanity mm. while trying to congratulate yourself on your milestone <laughs> of not killing them <laughs> to this point. It's like, am I crazy for not killing them? Or did I win because I didn't kill them? I don't know. But, you know, listen, I'm, I, I am, I'm telling you, this is my second time doing it. Mm. And I want to tell y'all parents, it does get better. You feel better with the next ones. So if you don't feel good now, it's okay. If you got some more in the barrel, you'll feel better with the, <laughs> with the next ones. Now, if you ain't got no more in the barrel, let me tell you something. It's as good as it gets because it really don't get no better from barrel one to barrel two. Okay. <laughs> Listen, if you can get them through graduation, there, you know, high school is tough on parents, just yeah. like it is kids. So, you know, graduation, you celebrate it. Celebrate mm-hmm. all the tears, all the different look back, reflect mm-hmm. on where they came from, and always remember <laughs> it doesn't stop here. 
You never stop being a parent after graduation. Yes. Absolutely. Like, that's when it actually starts hitting the fan because you got to, you know, check up on pop up on campus, making sure they know what they're supposed to if they choose. Let me tell you something. Exactly. Listen. Because it's only so many times you got to pop up now. Don't start that process if you ain't trying to finish that process. I'm going to tell you that because I also am someone who has a second time college student. Yes, mm. yes. That's because mm. the first one. Yeah, you got two question. young adults. Listen, listen. Young you got adults. One, you got one. Is he 22? <sighs> That's what they tell me. I'm not sure. But yeah, and and age, and you know, I do the math. That's what it boils down to. He's twenty two. He is twenty two. Mm. <laughs> twenty two, Andrea. Listen. So yeah, so enjoy these. Yeah, graduation. Hey y'all, let me tell y'all something. We gonna have that's gonna be the next episode of Education <laughs> is Key. When you don't plan to be twenty two, this is what twenty two looks like. <laughs> A lot of broken promises and more. <laughs> Listen, I love my son. And it's and it's just it's one of those education is not just in the classroom. And you know, I think that's right. one of the great things about my 22-year-old. Mm-hmm. He's learning so much. Mm-hmm. Uh his entrepreneurial spirit. Poverty is a great encourager of that, as we know. Mm-hmm. All those entrepreneurs that listen to this, they know education is not just earned in the classroom, baby. It's earned in them streets. Right. And and never at the kitchen table because if you have a kitchen table to put food on, you wouldn't be an entrepreneur. That's, That's how it started. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's so, right. So you know, it's education. It, it you never stop learning. That's the mm-hmm. one thing that you learn at those three hour graduation speeches. Yeah, you should listen to that. You never Ooh. stop learning. I was gonna say, I want to ask because people who sit up, do you get tired of them speeches? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they're not talking about nothing and they just uh, rambling on. And it's I was not- gonna say, like, listen, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a liberal when it comes to that because you know some of my greatest quotes come from some of the greatest people mm-hmm. that give, and this come on irony, come on through irony, that give college graduation speeches that actually didn't graduate college until fairly after maybe they were actors or maybe Mm. they were business people that actually never went through traditional college and they get a chance to talk i love those Mm. those are the best ones now you know everybody knows a doctor something or other phd and other and other stuff and they give those great speeches too yeah. But and not to say there's a there's a great and wonderful and inspiring and you know it just it has to come with the message of the times. I think that's the one thing we all need to remember. Yeah. Is that back in the day, Dr. Something or other was 60 something talking to a bunch of 20-year-olds. It never made sense then. Yeah. It, it still doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we need to we need to remember that. A lot of times, whoever's giving that speech can look a lot different than what it used to look. So, you know, yes, you've got some progressive right. colleges. I love our HBCUs. They always get creative. Yeah. If you ain't been on TV, you can't you can't be a speaker at some of the Stop. Okay, y'all. Talk about something else. We love HBCUs. We know that they're, they're philanthropists in the community. We know we, we held them up high. Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-hmm. You know, but I want to say this, though, because I have 
been blessed to attend several graduations, including my own, of course, yes. throughout my, yeah. my life now and, and, and forever, when, however the Lord allows. The, my frustrated part is that it's not about the length. That's what a lot of people get misunderstood or miscommunicated. You got 15 minutes to talk about how to impact or how to, you know, strengthen the next generation and how they're able to step into a new space or grow to another level. And it's like sometimes those speeches, they just go so left. And then you sit there and be like, okay, are they finished yet? Then they have the audacity to get mad. When they tell, when somebody behind them, either it's a dean or somebody that sits on the cabinet or whatever, to hurry up. Yeah, wrap that thing <laughs> up. Yeah, wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Hurry up. You are the keynote, but the keynote literally should only be speaking 15, 20 minutes, if that. Like, yeah. Yeah. is Come it really get these- about the length of the speech or is it about the message in general? Like, what is it that you're trying to relate. Well, you you know you get some of these folks and they they love to hear themselves talk. Mm, so they just go look, yeah. hurry up so we can get to these names, fam. Mm-hmm. Let's get these that's names. Hard. You know, and because that's the part I really love. I love the yeah. parents. I love the families. And when they get oh, to hear that name, because you know, you know they always say, wait till the end to applaud, right? Yeah. And we don't listen. You know how black folks are. We don't Correct. Nothing, right? They be waiting for their baby name to come up. Yeah. That one little section. That's right. Oh, I love them. I love them. They be going off. Now they start to bring props. Have you seen the props and stuff they be bringing now? Yeah. yeah. Signs and banners yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Listen. They, you know what's funny? They're starting to have to come up with college policies against some of that stuff. The one <laughs> the one family had the heads, the girl heads. Oh, the, like the big. Up, the big old block. Uh, and they said they had to put a policy on it because they they were they and they showed up. Listen, they showed up. And but that's see that's the thing. You know what's what's great about it is there are so many different ways that these families never get a chance to do those types of things. You know, yeah, those yeah. are the types of things that you want to be able to celebrate um, because there are a lot of times where, especially in in, the, in our community. You know, in the black and brown communities, we are the ones that traditionally are in college and not seen as college students. Yeah. We need like to say that y'all don't let, let's let's just sit with that for a minute because we're college students, but we're not seen as college students. That means that, you know, that recognition of that stride and that dedication and that that's behind the scenes because you just going to work and you're working and everything. So celebration and graduation, that's when you get a chance to really celebrate that. And that's the part that you think about when you see the the older adults, when you see kids, all oh, the kids. And then that's my mommy. And I was like, oh, yeah. And it's like, yes. Like, those are the things. Like, they have to see it to recognize. They have to know who that person is in that cap and gown. Yeah, and yeah. I love it. I love it. And we shows out, baby. <laughs> it shows up. Two things you can figure out is prom and graduation, baby. That's right. We go out. So what families then went through in order to get their scholar across that stage? Oh, yeah. You have no idea yeah. what they've yeah. gone through. So yeah. anytime that somebody in I don't care what level of graduation it is, it could be kindergarten. If somebody wanna <laughs> tell me, well, we're gonna wait until the end to apply. No. Peace. <laughs> Congratulations. No. 
Well, you know what's interesting? There are colleges and high schools too that do the two clap rule now. Have you guys heard the two clap? What is it? No, wait, no, no, no. Yeah. What, what is two clap? So the high schools, I think, is originally when it started. So they say the name, everybody simultaneously does two claps, and then they say the next, and then two claps. It is the best thing ever to see when it first gets started, and then it just becomes the synchronous calling of names <laughs> and, and you know of course people don't follow rules so randomly people break the rules you know, you know <laughs> it's like two claps chase me yeah. <laughs> but then i because i think about the kids you know we when you walk across that stage and people are cheering for you yes yeah. that is a good feeling it mm. is yeah it is it is but we would be remiss if we didn't consider yeah how many people make it with limited Support. And that's and that's the thing. Sometimes that, that's it's yeah. just the faculty and just the staff. You know, yeah. I'm working in post secondary. I work with a lot of foster youth where you yeah. they create their families in college. Yeah. So a lot of times, those are the things you don't think about, yeah. and those are the things where it's like you know you don't want to be that one student's name that's behind the student mm-hmm. that's like yeah, you know, and that's why I say you know sometimes. I just randomly do whoops just to celebrate. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. whatever it is, you know, yeah. celebrate. And that's why it's important to celebrate yourself in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. And I like that the col- a lot of time colleges will take it upon themselves to say some celebratory things, you know what I mean? Or, or you know, initiate things just to allow the students to really feel celebrated. Exactly. That dance party at the end. Dance party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. So, so we get into it a little bit. I know we still on the celebratory side, but okay. Let me talking about this this whole concept of graduation, taking mm. back to the school side. Do we think that do we think that these these high schools especially should they be taking an interest in you know the students' collegiate careers? Like, should they be investing in that? Is, is there some type of like process or system they that they should be taking to help these young students? on their collegiate careers at next levels. What do y'all think? Is there, there should there be some type of interest there? Should there be something done there? I believe so. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of high schools do not take as big of an interest as they should. And from experience of speaking in certain environments, when it comes to high school scholars, I've heard counselors say, my job is just to get them across the stage. Yeah. That's my sole purpose. My job is not to prepare them for college, to provide tips, tools, and techniques that they can use to lay out, you know, the format of college or even choosing a pathway that will provide them to further, you know, their education in some way, shape, fashion, or form. And it's disheartening. Um, I know that a lot of high schools now have adopted the trade or vocational pathway where they're contracted with certain businesses or organizations that help them choose, you know, whether it be dentistry or medical field or, you know, automotive or whatever, whatever their heart's desires. Maybe college is not for them, but they want to choose a different career path, you know, and just do like a, a six to nine month program, which is fine. But I think that still there needs to be at least an initial conversation there during their senior year, even maybe their junior year to say, hey, listen, 
you need to be thinking about how to further your education, whether it be two year, four year, or six month, or developing some sort of a, a skill or trade. Because, you know, no offense to anyone, but we know that starting out at a fast food restaurant or retail or whatever the case may be, if you're going to be doing that, you should at least be working towards some sort of managerial, regional manager, something, you know, to build your experience and expertise. Because I hear a lot of scholars say, well, you know what, men and women who are big names, they, they don't have no college degree and they made it. People are really good for, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. calling out some of the Fortune 500 companies that CEOs that didn't go to college and they made a lot of money. And then the reality is, is that they still had to work their way up. You know, yeah. Steve Jobs still had to work his way up. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just a matter of things being handed to you. Hard work is hard work, period. But I think that initial conversation should be had with the scholars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to speak for my parents. I'm going to take my educator hat off. I'm going to act like I don't even live in the education world. I'm put my parent hat on. I think the schools need to do more just life coaching through high school. See, we've taken, so I'm old, I'm old. Okay, y'all, I ain't gonna say what year I was born. Just know it had an eight in it. And uh, that being said, we had things like home ec. Amen. Which, which people don't understand taught yeah. basic survival. Okay, mm -hmm. so what's basic survival include? I have a pair of pants and they get a hole in it. Yeah. Oh my God. I need to sew them up. You know yeah. what sewing correlates to? I can sew up skin. Yep. I can sew up a blanket. I can sew up two tourniquets together. I can sew. If I can sew, I can sew. I can do. I'm resourceful. I'm nifty. My son can't pick a needle out of a lineup. <laughs> I say, hey, let me sew a needle. What's that? <laughs> it's just. You know, my son didn't know who he was when he graduated high school because he created himself in high school. He was mm -hmm. an athlete and he was a scholar. Mm -hmm. He was an athlete and he was a scholar. He was going to college. He was an athlete and he was a scholar. His mother, his mother works at a community college. I won't say which one, but <laughs> I can tell you right now, my son has said in live rooms with me in it, I want to go to a university. I don't want to go to a junior college. Mm. And I and I just was in the room, just looking like a regular mother that I am. And you know, he was a athlete and a scholar. Most importantly, I, his mother, was not a man, and he was a young man who said at eighteen, "I don't have to listen to my mother anymore." Well, I mean, you know, of course, it depends on how much level of survival I'm willing to take away from him in his living but he realized that you know i can actually you know make decisions these are my decisions this is my life i can actually make decisions because even if i don't make those decisions in my failure my mother will give up she will run out of steam and she will let me fail and it was true right so what are we left with though 
a kid that has a strong worth ethic. He will try everything. And he has tried everything since high school. <laughs> he's been everything in every way. Mm. He has. But he's failed in everything in every way because every every day it's a new skating. Now, that being said, if he would have had certain life training, he might have been able to see some of those through a little quicker in his head, mm. maybe before investing his physical time and money. But he didn't have those skills because even me as his mother was trying to groom him as a man to make decisions and accept the consequences. So the school has to allow more of a holistic way of looking at this person as a person. Mm -hmm. What do you like? Where do your interests lie? Yeah. What are you really bad at? Will you be a liability of the state if no one helps you to determine what you do once the high school says you can't come here no more? Or once your once your parent says you ain't listened to a thing I said, so you can't come here no more. Yeah. But part of that is acknowledging that we live in a system where you say, should the high schools be more responsible? I say, why is that something that should fall back on an educator that just wants to teach somebody how to make it through college English? You know, yeah. should we place those services into the high school? Why are you know, why? <laughs> <laughs> educator hat why do some high schools have those services and some high schools don't yeah okay let me take my educator hat off parent hat that being said i'm ignorant to that so i just want to know why don't the schools have it don't why don't all schools have it you know so it yeah. the the thing about it is this what do we as a society look at is what are we telling people to do after 18 what are we telling you to do after high school because if we're telling you to go to work, our unemployment average says people are going to work, but our economy says people going to work and they ain't making enough money to live. Yeah. So you know whose whose responsibility is that? And I don't think me personally, I don't think that should as a parent, I don't think that should fall on the educator. But as a parent, who else do I have to look to? Other than myself. Cause ain't nobody done anybody got time for that. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. That's a, it's, that's a tough one. That's a hard one. I think if it's, you know, I look at it in terms of like, if we're talking about some of those skills that's being developed, I look at, look at it like exploration, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes even exposure, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm a product of some of them home ec classes and stuff too. I, I was part of that era too, you know, mm -hmm. where that I learned how to sew. At least I don't know. If, I, I can't say learn how to, but I saw so it. they tried. <laughs> They tried. They tried. Even a little, yeah. we did little woodwork and stuff, and we built little yeah. RC cars. The first time ever dealing with wood and stuff like that, you know. And I know them programs can be expensive. I know sometimes how hard it is on a systematic level, right? Um, but I do look at some of those times in terms of like, like we had to, we learned something different. Like it was outside of a book all the time, you know. Right. So it is, it is tough, but I also know and there are programs, you know, yeah. I'm a product, I'm, so I'm a product, again, eight, eight, it got an eight in it. I'm a product of something <laughs> that used to be referred to as desegregated busing, which is mm. a, a, if you were what some may call fortunate enough to be a part of that process. <laughs> some may say if you, oh, you was in a part of that? Oh, okay. You know, I had the opportunity to have a high school and a middle school that had instruments. Mm. 
yeah. actual musical studios. They had a media department that was run by students that we actually produced a television program every morning before school, yep. every afternoon. We covered media games. We played actually composed music. We did competition. Baby, if you you talk about a plethora of options. That being said, how do I know if my son is is in that area if I'm sending him to a high school which has what some might consider traditional extracurricular activities, which mm-hmm. just means they have a basketball thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That's all that means. So, you know, those are the kind of things that as we, again, look at education, let me put my educator hat back on, why are those there are schools that have an abundance of that, depending on your geographical location and our zip code and sometimes your demographic location. Yeah, that all that, you know, why is that something that we're not still paying attention to? Because at the end of the day, it's graduation. So did they not get everything they could have gotten before yeah. they got there? And it's like, if, you know, yes, I get it. We're trying to prepare them academically and things like that, but Maybe that is part of the academic process as well. You know, some of those extracurricular activities, some of those things that are offered. I'm also I'm also thinking about this from a different spin too. Thinking about that question, like, should the schools take an interest? And I'm like, I've seen some schools that try or even on not even just in terms of of those skills, but like even choosing colleges, even choosing the direction, like you were saying, Tamisha, like starting to have that conversation earlier and earlier. Like I know the school districts I'm in, they have what they call a college and career coordinator. I don't know if that's offered everywhere, right? Right. Um, and sometimes I don't even think it's utilized to the best of its ability in the mm-hmm. service that it is, right? A lot of times it's an auxiliary office and they got all the the uh, banners and the schools and stuff up and they offer a little college tours and stuff, but it's like, that could be such a resource to getting kids thinking in a certain directions, mm-hmm. you know, in, in an effort to, again, f- explore, Hey, you know, let's look at what's going on. Is college a direction? Hey, maybe you have interest over here. And it's like, I they should, I think they should take an interest. Also, I, I mean, I think it's more of a moral standpoint. What what's the point of putting this kid through high school that. and going through all of that if we don't have an interest in the next level, right? Yeah. And one thing I have seen, if you go to more of these like what we call prestigious high schools and stuff, oh, they take pride in where they send their kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, kids yeah. is going Ivy League. Oh, yeah. They take pride in oh. that, and they'll oh, be yeah. quick to tell you where the, these kids go to school and where they, what mm-hmm. you know, what college they went to, and all that stuff. You know, because that's part of their prestige. Mm-hmm. That's oh, also yeah. part of what draws other the the other families in young age. Hey, if I know my kid has a faster track of going to these high prestigious colleges, and this school helps them get there, then we want our kids to go to this high school, right? Yeah, so yeah. they they use it on the back end as, as terms of that standpoint. So why not take an interest if you're gonna if you're gonna use it for those purposes? Yes, you should be invested in where they go, and what they mm-hmm. do, and who they become. Mm-hmm. I think the problem. Why? Is- <laughs> I, was <gonna laughs> I was gonna say, but why are they mm-hmm. invested? In and that's yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, I think the problem. For for my for my lens is and I'm gonna be careful how I'm gonna say it. Say what you gotta say. <laughs> um 
how can I say this without offending? Uh, so I think the problem is, you know, schools pick and choose who they choose to serve, yeah. right? And it's based on an economic issue, it's political, it's it's just downright bias. I mean, that's just what it is. I'm going to, that's not what I was going to initially say, but I'm going to keep it G rated. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I also think for me, I also come from the same era as you all where shop, home ed, creative writing, knowing how to balance checkbook, knowing how to sign your name, you know, understanding different arts and cultures trying different foods and things of that nature. I mean, we had school news where the yeah. our classmates were able to do the announcements or, you know, share the upcoming events that was promoted at school. But nevertheless, I think there are so many different factors that play into that in the, in the regards of, you know, according to them as budget. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't really think it's budget because, and, and I'm, I'm seeing it from a different lens. The lens that I'm seeing it from is people make time for what they want to make time for and for yeah. who they want to make time for. People also invest in what they choose to invest in that's going to benefit them in the long run. What do I mean by that? Oh, we push college prep, college prep, college prep. We make it all glitz and glamour, and we're we hold the highest grade in the state yep. of wherever you're, you know, you reside, and and you know we attend and we sit on this board and and we attend this event and we have this backing and we have this type of support and blah 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 blah, and you know they. They just, you know, very sit on the edge of their feet with their teacup in their hand and the other <laughs> and their scone in the other hand. And they talk all the talk and they walk all the walk. But at the end of the day, they're struggling just like every other school district. Mm. Image of so the side that's being placed yeah. is making it look like, oh, OK, well, we got it all together. No, y'all don't. No. Y'all have it all together. I don't care what district you live in. I don't care what grade your school has. I don't care who's on your faculty team. I don't care who's working in the front office. I don't care who the leadership is, superintendent, whatever. No school has it all together. You all, mm, the, the picture is painted as though we have it all together and we have all of these resources. And sometimes, yes, they do in certain geographical areas. There are more learners, I, I want to say learners or scholars, that have been poured into because of where they live. But when it when it comes down to it, it should not be based off of that, yeah. you know. And every school district has their share of problems, whether they know it or not. Oh, yeah. Now, my frustration is I don't, it's not just about the quality of education, it's about where is that education taking them? Mm. Because, and I say this, um, you know, we teach our young our young people to develop a resume early, right? Now, college prep schools are like, okay, you guys got to start developing a resume at eighth grade. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wait, what? 
I literally had a parent who reached out to me and said, hey, can you help my eighth grade scholar develop their resume? And I'm like, resume? Yes. So start putting their skills, their techniques, their job, summer jobs, interest, community development, whatever it is that they're doing. Why? Because they want to make sure that they are accepted into the right high school, that the high school, the top notch high schools are looking at them. It's kind of like sports, yeah. you know, all the draft, you know, draft pick, you know, I'm number one draft pick, you know, so recruiting, it's, yeah. it's a matter of its image, yep. right? It's, it's building this, this story, this narrative that makes you look polished Yeah, about a spot or a wrinkle. No, I, I I just had this conversation with a good friend of mine who is is trying to do all those things to set his kids up and put them in the right direction, right? And they're starting literally in middle school. And they're already starting those things and putting those things together. And now he's going to the meetings and showing up and trying to rub elbows and trying to get into those spaces to get his kids into them schools. And then the whole talk is, well, if I get one in, then I can get the other one in, the younger one who's coming up. They're plotting and planning from a young age because they want to go to the school that's going to give them, they feel like it's going to give them the best track to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is like, it's like you said, it's like sports. It's like recruiting. That's what it reminds me of. And, and it's not so much, you know, like it's it's a mixture of who you know in combination of what you can bring to the table. What can your child bring to the table? Mm-hmm. All this stuff, but it is. So like you said, I think going back to, you see the interest in schools, like you said, when it serves them, like when, oh, that that kid, that family can really benefit from coming here or that's a good look for us if that family comes here and stuff like that. It, it, it gets to be a lot, you know? Um, I, I just I just want to go back to the point where I just see the kids getting regular guidance. I watch my, my wife, who's a, a guidance counselor, and I watch her towards the end of this year, graduation season, and she's hunting kids down, you know, trying to get them to graduate. Here's what you can do. They, you know, they really put plans. And, stuff mm-hmm. and, and, and I think about that side, you know, like yes, babe. for the ones who don't have the support and can't do it from sixth grade on and all mm-hmm. that. And I watch, and I watch them fight for them kids. Mm-hmm. And she gets frustrated. She fights for them. Right. And when we mm-hmm. talk about graduation and, and that's the kind of interest that I've seen. You know, and I've seen people really, you know, like using that investment. And, you know, sometimes, like I said, not not all the kids are prestigious and great students, but mm-hmm. they got that kid from sixth grade and that kid, whoo, they was a handful and they worked yeah. with them and worked with them and worked with them. And now they walking across that stage. Yeah. And and the, the teachers and every day happy, they crying for them because that's the journey they've seen. That's the investment. That yeah. some of our kids have to go through and take, and those are the lessons they have to go through. So you know, like, so and I it's think- a sad time for educators though, too, because yeah. you know it's it's you know I was just uh, talking to a friend of mine the other day, and the reality of it is, it's like because you know I always laugh. I'm like, this is that time of year where all the teachers are like, <laughs> the day's coming. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as it comes, it's like they're gone. But and it's so funny because I talk about that and she said, you know what? She said, you know what's funny? She said, you're right, but you're but the, but she then she started rambling off all the things she's doing over the summer, right? For kids that ain't got nothing to do with her. Um, and this is and a young lady that's have no kids, and I call her young lady because she don't have no kids, but she's you know 
mid late thirties. So I laugh at her because I'd be like, young lady, she'd be like, girl, boo. Uh, but it's funny to me because she says all that. She she goes through all the things she's doing in the summer and all the things she has to do for next year. And she says, guarantee this student that she'd been talking about. <laughs> she said, we we got him out of this damn school and guarantee he's going to show up here so many times this summer just to check the temperature. You know that. Just oh. to check the temperature because he knows that he now has no business being here. And see, before it was where you supposed to be a class or where you supposed to be. But you know, there were those times after our odd hours where he would come up with little reasons why he was in the area. And she said, I wonder if he's going to keep telling them to call me because that's what he would do to get out of way. And then she said, then I'm going to have to make the judgment call on if I want to say he's a previous student. And you know how, and she said, those are the things that they don't talk about when they be yeah. like, you know, waiting for that break because at the end of the year, they're so happy to see him go. Mm-hmm. But they're so conscious of the fact that if they come back, what will that look like? Who will that fall on? And it falls back on the educators. Yeah. Don't they because always they come back, though? Always do. Always do. Always do. Right. Always do. I love, I, I, that's one thing we, we, I love, too, because we chuckle about, like, and it'd be the ones you'd be like, why are you, why? You didn't want to be here when you was a student here. Yes! So often, we see, like, they, 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 you see them outside like little puppies. Another student told me 78 times you didn't like me. <laughs> 78. And then you popping up the year after you graduate with a birthday gift. Yep. On my birthday. Tell my Ask a question. Who's still here? <laughs> What's going on? This is someone so here. Like, you gotta give them a pass to come into the room. So they hanging out. They want to give speeches to the kids. The new kids now. I love it. I used to love the stuff like that. I, I you know, those are the things. Yeah. And taking me back, you know. Um, so now okay, talking about the students now, talking about these kids that mm. have graduated, you know, mm. how should they seek this guidance, you know, regarding their future moves? We talk about them moving on, we talk about these things, but what's the guidance for them? If they have questions, what where are the resources for them? What does that look like for them? Because, like you said before, not every kid has a track, not every mm. kid has mm. been given advice and sound advice and been guide and mold it so like where where, where, did, where is it for them where do those kids go well how did they get help let me tell you something they need to fall somewhere on some other than the parents because I'm exhausted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I got that out the way <sighs> you know you know I find myself telling my son often just as, do everything as long as it's legal Try everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because because number one, you got time. And -hmm. number two, right now it's free time. It won't stay that. So whatever your situation, please know that the next day it won't be that. You know, there are students, you know, I feel I feel bad because I I promise you I planned on it. As soon as he turned 18 and a half, I was it was ready. I had the paperwork ready. It's eviction notice. You are legally. I know your social security <laughs> number. I have filed with the state of Indiana. I was ready, right? <laughs> then I'm like, all right, let me let me give him till he's like 20, right? Because you know, guys are a little slow. So I'm like, nah, let me give him till he's 20. Listen, at this point, I think I literally reasoned the other day that 30 would 
be a racist slave. I mean, you know, he didn't kill nobody. He went to nobody's jail. So, you know, he earned his way to 30. I'm not living with this man at 30. So, this is the thing. Kids, we know it's expensive out here. My daughter says something. I love it. When y'all were talking about these kids having resumes and something, my daughter says something. Now, my daughter being every bit of half of almost 18. She says, Mama, these them new teenagers, these them 2023 teenagers. And she says that when she refers to her 16-year-old sister, you know, so she's 17 and a half. Her oh sister is 16, <laughs> barely. And she refers to the new ones that are two years younger than her as these new teenagers. So <laughs> I think what all kids need to understand is if you haven't procreated, congratulations, you've made it. Now that we've settled that, <laughs> you can think the world is your oyster because you haven't created another you. So your options are not actually limited. You know, I have a sibling right now that I promise you, I know he's, I know his age. I know him. We have like, we have, we share the same mother, same father. I know him. I've been here his entire life. I'm not really sure how he survives in Milan, Italy, but he's there and I ain't never been there. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. the one thing that he has done in his swift, bold age of existence is not procreate. Mm. And the world has been his oyster because he's led it with fearlessness. My son hasn't procreated. All right, it's your it's your world, dog. Now listen, if you listen to this and you have a kid that is procreating and they still in your house, Put them out because you got another dependent. Now, <laughs> you signed up for that when you let them stay. Um, kids, so kids, kids, listen. When y'all are idle and you find another that looks like you, same age, seemingly attractive, that's also idle, y'all will procreate. So get away from that fast, quick. <laughs> I told my son, Dash and Don and Dash. You know, okay? but... now listen, 20 year olds, I don't know how to guide y'all. All I know is do everything as long as it's legal. As long as it's legal, try things. What they say, my son said it the other day. I follow him on social media. He says things I feel if you put a hashtag in front of it, it makes sense to them. Hashtag, you know, uh, moving from your hometown is the cheat code. Move out of your hometown, young people. You got another homie right now. Y'all each got a hundred dollars. That's two hundred. Drive. Yeah. Until you get down to like fifty bucks, then just stay there and see if you can make it back to two hundred. I bet you, y'all will. You know, like that's what I tell Scott is the limit. The world is your oyster. You don't know what's out there until you try. Those are the things we don't tell kids in high school. And 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 far too much we need to remember as adults, as parents, because this this education the kids for the parents. Hey, it's ghetto out here. Y'all don't want y'all kids living with y'all. <laughs> it's ghetto out here. <laughs> you know, you know how you be out as an adult and you be driving and you be seeing them in the streets. That's not your kid, and you be so happy. You be like, oh, I'm so happy. That's not my kid. Guess what? That's your kid's homie. Yep. So and, and and they watching you go to work every day. So it's ghetto out here. We need to sow into those around us 
Mm-hmm. You know, my son, who's 20-something, he got a whole bunch of 20-something-year-old friends. And they ain't changed since high school. Mm, yeah, yeah. And they starting to procreate. It's weird, but anyway, you know, it's just you know we need to we need to tell our kids. Listen, I grew up in the in the nineties too, where they were like, you know, what they say, just don't have kids, abstinence, and all that stuff. Listen, y'all, voting and all that stuff. It's important. It's hey, I'll say this too. I I am the living embodiment of try everything. everything. I concur. I concur. Everything. Like I would, if you put something in front of me, I would try it. I, I yep. got a list of stuff I would try. I did everything. Yep. And what that did was alongside with the education part, it made me so much more well-rounded, right? Yeah. And then you start applying to certain things you learn anyway. But like, I mean, if, where I'm at in my life now is nowhere near my education track. No, and, yeah. it, and it came from the trial and error stuff. Yep. You know, it came from being fearless. Yep, and that's that's what it is. Like, okay, you, you like you said, you try it, you do it. It's not for you. Okay, keep it pushing. Mm. There's no failure. All right, cool. Mm. And also, you develop more interest. You figure out what's going on in this world. You, you learn meet about people. This world. Yes, you meet people. I've, like I, I kid you not, like y'all can listen. I ain't saying my name fully, but my brother, you should see his travels. He posts all the good stuff, and I know he don't have no steady employment. I, he ain't had steady employment since he graduated with his four year degree in psychology. He ain't never used, and he's a miler at third. You know, it's just one of those things where you really, it, life will guide you, and if you're fortunate enough, again, to keep yourself away from illegal activity. Yeah, that's the only other thing. You know, because it's poor out here too. So you know, you might right. get hungry, and you might do something illegal. That that's the bad part. With with struggle, you know, comes temptation. Yeah. Be smart about it. But right. let me tell y'all something: hunger <laughs> is overcome daily on TV by characters just to win some money. You know what I mean? Like, go go for what you know. If you want to survive, what they say: well, you want to survive as bad as you want to breathe, you will be yeah. successful. Or if you ain't suffocating, then you good. Yeah. I also tell you, hunger's a motivator, too. It's a great motivator. Oh, come on now, somebody. You can get, get a hotel, go get some stuff done when you need something, you know? But yeah. it, I to this day know the price of hamburger meat because I know what starvation feels like. So well, come on now. At least it made me resourceful. And that's another thing. You're resourceful. You think outside the box. You yeah. know, so I think we, we, I think though I think that's great advice. Don't don't have kids until you're ready to, for real. Like unless you can't, nah, for real. Don't don't set yourself up because that's what it yeah. is. You know, because other because it's it's the button to whatever the hell happened. Like yeah. on on some real, like and and you know what? And I and I'll just say this because you know we talking to the black and brown, so we gotta we gotta stop. Okay, so biology means nothing at this point, right? We all recognize that. You know, black community, one of the hard things about it is we've been far past the years. We call everybody our cousin, everybody our brother and sister, but got the nerve to be the number one supporter of DNA shows on TV. That's the weirdest (laughs) stuff in my whole entire life. Like, y'all, our culture don't even teach us this. So why are we even... So, okay, so let's get that part out the way, right? So that's irony of our... We started that, though. We talking to us, and we could call us out on that. Y'all weird. Y'all got a sister right now. Everybody think y'all real sister, but you will not let your brother's baby mama die because she ain't never gave you a DNA test. You better sit down and let that black man raise that baby. Okay, sorry. Okay, so anyway. (laughs) 
now that we've all acknowledged that black community we we broke down when we started breaking down our own individualized families but we it's still there because it's embedded in everything we do we claim mm-hmm. cousins and brothers and sisters all the time yeah. so that being said when you actually procreate if you choose not to take care of that person that person's still out there that's on your conscience you're gonna mm-hmm. ride with that anyway yeah. you can't fix your, you can't be no kind of black powerful nothing if you're not protecting your seed, let's just put that out there. And that's just for anybody. But black men, you cannot be a black man if you aren't protecting your seed. And when I say you're a seed, that's the seed you plant. That's where you plant your feet. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what my daddy taught me. Whoever is within your reach is your seed. That's where you planted yourself. That's where you decided to stay. But we yeah. got to teach our black men how to be black men again. Black women, be quiet sometimes okay so anyway so I know, <laughs> I know listen we talking about the black struggle i thought i'd bring it up but, but really you know we we need to stop teaching each other that this is a competition black and brown we've been in we've been in a competition right. with each other so long so long that we still don't we still don't watch chris rock special right mm-hmm. We still don't watch it, right? But if you watch it to the end, you'll learn the one thing that he said with all the propaganda is we don't let white people see us fight, right? That that was just a weird way of saying black people, we need to stop fighting each other. If yeah. we take we can get this figured out later, we need to work together. Yeah. So if it ain't your seed, still take care of it. But if you make your seed, take care of your seed. And if you support anybody that doesn't. You can't call yourself a black person. Period. We all need to support each other. Quit calling other people cousin, brother. Just claim what's around you and support one another. But be smart. And don't have kids. Proud of my son. No kids. <laughs> but his buddy's got kids and he's a god daddy and all that's well and good. But that's what I'm saying. We need to remind each other that it's okay to make mistakes. But those mistakes start with how are you building yourself? Every day you wake up, what are you doing? No. What are you doing? Yep. Mm-hmm. I tell my son, what are you doing? Fake it till you make it. Get up. Get in the shower. Get dressed. Don't have a car? Hit the streets. Act yeah. like you don't have nowhere to stay. Yeah. Read a book. Go connect with the school you just left. They got resources. They'll find resources. You show up enough, they'll ask you more questions. That's right. Ain't that mm-hmm. it? Ain't yeah. that why I call a village? Yep. Yes. Yes. And it's also, too, yeah, let's be honest too. You talking about that 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 precious time from right after like graduation, and we talking that time flies, y'all, young people. <laughs> before you know, it, if you're not doing nothing, you wake up, you'll be twenty five. Yes, life is yes. passing you by, and you don't, you ain't got no direction at that point. Life starts to get hard, like you say. If you ain't still life working, same nice job that you was working when you were eighteen. Yep, and, and really, real life it does in college too. It goes fast in college. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good, but you look up, you be, you'll remember your first. The only student loan paper you'll ever remember is the first one. Let's all remember. You remember the first. <laughs> you remember no more after that. You know why? Because they ain't need them more after that. They had that already had that signature, so they did. They you just kept pressing that button. Gotcha. <laughs> but but yeah, so it's like you, you got, like do something. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. Like you said, do there's resources. Do something impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know what? I'm a fan of just as long as it's not illegal. You know, I'm a firm believer. I told my son, I said, if you go join us, because he's like, what you want to do? Go join a cult? 
maybe because maybe you'll learn what not to do with your day if you go and join a cult you know what I mean like whatever like you know but but go out and do something go out and meet people I've never seen and and you know what technology done messed up these kids yeah these new teenagers Ooh, they weird man. they don't know how to talk to each other they don't they don't know how to talk my son said I need to call the dentist. We already mastered the doctor, but apparently because it's a dentist now, it's different. So he's like, I'm going to call the dentist. What do I say? I said, tell him you got teeth. They'll ask questions from there. I don't know. Like, what? Like. But you, but you, but you'd be surprised. All the information at the fingertips all is still the no problem is still, at yeah. the tip of your fingers. And kids, I know y'all listen to this. It's somebody 21 right now talking about uh, they could have just Schedule, you know, I know there's always a reason, but what did you try without anybody else's help first? Did you just try it? I'm telling try you, it. try it, try it, yeah, try it. You know, I know it don't come with instructions. We didn't get instructions either. Neither one of us, none of us did. Did y'all get your instructions? No, no, no I think it, it must be on back order. So, Look, yeah, none of us got instructions. It, we, just, we just had we to go through it. And, and and we were scared too. Let's be honest. Yeah. We were nervous. We were scared. It was hard. How to navigate the world of college? Had, you know better yet. <laughs> we 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 didn't we didn't have instructions, but you know we did know. We all can agree on. We knew what they was telling us wasn't right. Right. The uh, uh, the other people, the older yeah. ones, yeah. they was trying to tell us. Remember, they was trying to tell us. We like y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. I was I was I got the best motivational advice from the winos. <laughs> listen, listen. Because they, they, they would tell me all this stuff, and I knew not to do it. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all right listen. now. I don't care what y'all say. My eight, my eight, and my year saved my life. Because baby, you ain't never learned how to navigate life until you live with a couple crackheads. Let me right. tell you something. Right. Let me tell you something. Listen, <laughs> and and honestly, I'm a firm believer that some of y'all don't have the hustle hand that I have because I noticed it firsthand. Yep. I seen somebody make twenty eight dollars stretch 13 days because every yes. day he made $28. <laughs> listen, listen, since we talk about experiences, we had to save up to be poor. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Okay. Save up to be in yeah. poverty. Yeah. All right. Coming from the projects, had to stretch a pack of Kool-Aid out for two weeks. Listen, just the, if the water has some color, it made you feel better. Right. Right. Let's just be real. Two cans of tuna had to stretch for eight days. Let's yeah, not right. for for a household of three and four. And you better eat at school. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> breakfast and lunch. Okay, I'm just saying. That's why most of these kids are coming to school, right? Exactly. Exactly. Ooh. So Ooh. yeah, we know. And and I and I and I want to tell y'all. Listen, uh, uh, after y'all get out of school, it, it it don't get better. Like there's not a, no, a another line that is waiting to serve you. It's actually the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. And I told my daughter that it's funny because she's ready by her college. Oh, she's so ready, y'all. She's so ready. Mm. She don't and even know. That's that's different now. You don't even know. But see, that's the thing. What what is there after that though? That's why that's why I try. I, you know, when you try to logic with a kid, just ask them, "What are you doing next year?" Yeah, yeah. It's because different. that because you really you really have to make it. Parents have to make it real. Educators have to make it real. 
You know how many educators I watched in the last month avoid the conversation that says you're not going to graduate? Yeah. That's true, yeah. Yeah. We can't we have to stop that as educators. We have to have these conversations. I'll be here when you come out of it again. I told a student that the other day. I said, you know, once you get it, once you get it right again, girl, I'll be here. Mm -hmm. Because I will be, because you have, you know, you have no other option. If you tell yourself you have no other option, then you have no other option. So, you know, it's it we we talk about eight-year-olds having a resume, but Y'all all fluff that resume with fluffy stuff. What is that kid actually doing? Are yes. they actually learning? Yes. How are you teaching them to brag on themselves? What are they devoting their time on? Is it about staying busy or is it about being productive? Somebody yes. told me that the other day. She said, my eight-year-old is productive. I said, is she? She said, yes, yeah, she probably does. She said, she probably does more than some of these adults before 11 a.m. Oh. And she started naming off all these things she did. Girl, she named every club, every uh, group, board, yeah. Yeah. trustee thing. I loved it. I was like, yeah, I know a whole bunch of people I work with do that. And they don't get paid for none of that. Nope. Because, <laughs> nope. you know, because we talked about the accolades, right? The, 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 listen, my, you know what I know right now is what you make money for is what you eat off of. If That's you don't correct. have nobody else but yourself, if you create it, you have it. Yeah. Which you, what they say, what you kill, you eat. You yeah. need to understand that as an adult, it gets that quick, that flip or that switch happens. My daughter's so excited. And she said the other day, Mom, they are asking me to sign a contract. She was telling and they didn't even send it to you. I said, I know. I made sure. They actually sent it to me first. And I said, no, she turns 18 on August 18. But I said, send it to her. Because I ain't signing that paper for that legal responsibility, baby. You're not my legal responsibility. So I want y'all to know that's that switch, baby, it's strong. And it goes through the criminal justice system just as much as it goes through the IRS, just as much as it goes through the state that you live in. Everybody acknowledges that you're an adult. So you might as well start. Yeah, that's true. That is yeah. so true. Yeah. Welcome to my adulthood. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. That's it's what hard. I'm trying to tell but my you, niece. But you have the best eyes. You got better eyes than me because I had kids. I had kids, house, taxes, and cars. Y'all got better eyes than me. Because guess what? Only one you got to worry about eating is you. Is you. Only yeah. place you got to worry about a place to stay is you. You've been, you've been more comfortable in smaller spaces. Come on now. Stretch yourself, young people. Yeah. Right, you better hustle. Yeah, hard. Learn, learn a skill or something. Charge for it. Ten, charge five, ten dollars. Do something. Yeah, barber, something. Yep. And all your idols do it. You know, my son was talking about it the other day. This some some guy he followed this summer. I don't know, but but you know, he talked about they went on. He's like, yeah, they went on a cross country trip. <laughs> now after he left the room, I I had several jokes about how much trouble they'd probably get into. <laughs> Because you know, I want them to be out my house, but I want. But you never know what can come from that experience. That's true. Mm -hmm. Some of the, some of the best experiences we had moving around broke. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, come on now. Come it. on like, now. Because you ain't like now. We we got people. See, we got fly vacation and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, when we was young, we would try. We would like literally pull up. First of all, we probably try to see some girls or something anyway. So we pull up and we ain't get broke. So you figure out what's going on around you. Yeah, yeah. And you when you work it out, you got to think and you got to strategize yep. and plan. Yep. and you, you're yep. literally living on your wits. So that's those exactly. are the best time. 
Yes. We pull up somewhere, and, we go yeah. somewhere. Yep. And and honestly, those tend to be the best times even now because, you know, like I said, don't get into that money chase neither. Because there are several young people that work from the time they get to high school to the time they uh, get told by the doctor that they need to sit down. So, right. you know, it's that that's the other side of it, too. I told my son that, too. You know, don't he's living free right now. So I'm I'm chopping it up for him. He just, I'm just trying to chop it up <laughs> thick. So that way, when I put him out, it'll seem nicer. But, <laughs> you know, I said, uh, I said, yeah, son, you know, you it's, it's free living right now. So, you know, all the money that you make, you can save, right? But I said, don't just work, you know, you're working overtime. Go take a couple trips. Go see the world. You know, you need to see outside of where you live. It, wherever you live, listen, travel the world. If you are an adult and you have not traveled and you work full time, please take yourself to go see something somebody some weekend. Get in the car. You ain't got to be on a plane. I know everybody don't like to fly. Get and drive. Go I know somebody. if you're a black and brown listen to this, everybody ain't the same white and everything. I get it. Go figure out which white to stay away from. It's okay. <laughs> like, you know, go outside of your safe zone and create safe zones elsewhere because honestly, you know, half of the time, it's just a matter of if you haven't conquered where you live, maybe you should try conquering somewhere else. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I think this all this is sound advice, you know. All of it. Looking at the time, I know we got to get up out of here. We could do this all night, y'all. We talking about the kids. I'm telling you, graduation. Your yeah. world starts now. That was the Woo! best graduation speech. Woo! That's all you need right there. Yep. Yep. That's the graduation speech. Just play this on re if y'all playing this at graduation, please make sure all payments are sent to Education <laughs> P, the Positive is a Popular Podcast. Just make sure we get those residuals. <laughs> yep. That's all we need right there. We good. Oh, man. So this this is a good time. It's it's a good season, y'all. So yeah, so we're gonna be around. You you know y'all know if y'all listen to this. Thank you for again for listening regularly. If this is your first time, you know, um, yeah, this is how we are. So <laughs> all the time, all, all the time. time. You know, look, look forward to is. next season. Yeah, this Bang is what we So y'all continue to check us out. Positiveisnpopular.com. Um, also you can check us out. You can listen on Spotify, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, you can listen on the website. So, you know, wherever it is, also like and share and let people know. Um, and, and so some of the even more the topics we got coming up in the next couple of weeks, again, hitting on some good stuff, y'all, some good information. And so I just encourage y'all to stick with us every other every other Thursday, and we'll be back. All right. So y'all have a good one. Y'all be safe out there and y'all take it. Have a good graduation season. People are prepping yeah. for the summer, you know. Enjoy some summertime. Enjoy this break, you know, and we'll get back at it. Bye. Have a good one, y'all. Yep. Bye. Bye.